It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling groovy. Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist, and I have the pleasure to share some of my secrets about how to live longer to grow younger. Some people would call it my anti-aging plan. I think it is working because I have more energy, feel better, way less than I did 10 years ago at age 62. So you do the numbers. And you can guess my age. You know, today I feel 100 times better than I did 40 years ago when I was up with crying babies all night long. And I remember, I still remember those days. Uh. <laughs> and our co-host, Cassie, I bet you can relate to being up awake all night with sick kids or... Amen. Or the ones that lose their nookies, right? <laughs> and I think most people can really relate to that. Besides being a mom, Cassie Weenus is a registered dietitian and is busy daily presenting nutri- nutrition classes to a variety of companies. Cassie, you were busy Thursday, weren't you, t- talking to people? I was. I had a wonderful day. But, you know, now that you mentioned the mom thing, first I need to say hi to my two kids oh, yes, listening right. back home. Hi, <laughs> Riley. Hi, Marissa. You know, last time I was on with you, I forgot. Oh. First thing I heard when I came home, how come you didn't say hi to me, Mommy? So, (laughs) hi, guys. Um, But, yeah, Thursday, I had a wonderful time. I spoke. I was the guest speaker at the Edina Edina Rotary Club's weekly meeting. Mm -hmm. We had at least 100 people there. Big group. Very nice people and tons of questions. And I know we have some of those um, people listening out there today because I told them several times about the wonderful program about anti-aging we'd be having this morning. So hi to anyone in the Edina Rotary Club that's listening this morning. And yesterday, Friday morning, I also did some presenting and I was at the Osseo School System and it was their staff workshop day. And I spoke to a group of uh, social workers and coordinators and psychologists. And and I want to thank Claire Perry for arranging this whole presentation. And I had a great time because I can remember being yes. in that role in as a case manager for in special education and as a teacher. And, uh, and I don't know if I've heard you say it before or somebody else, but isn't that when you first started to make the link in your head right. between the foods you put in your mouth and the behaviors you were seeing is when you worked with autistic kids and mm-hmm. special needs kids. And, you know, it was so neat because everyone in that group, they were really tuned in and they were thinking, well, okay, this may help me, but also how can I help kids right. with this? And so this whole field of nutrition is finally getting some awareness. I think mm-hmm. people are really starting to believe that it has some value, which is really nice. Yes, your work is paying <laughs> off. So also joining us today is Tamara Brown. Tamara is a registered dietitian. And Tamara has been digging into research this week and has found an article in Scientific American that relates to aging. Not the aging that you think about on the outside, 
but the aging that goes on on the inside. So what did you find, Tamara? Well, it was a really interesting article, and I think it was so exciting when I found it because it's really the ideas coming around about nutrition and health. Okay. So let me share with you the title of the article. It was Carbs Against Cardio, More Evidence That Refined Carbohydrates, Not Fat, Threaten the Heart. Oh, yes. Finally, right? (laughs) So... Yeah, again, we're looking at the aging that goes on in the inside. So and this article particularly is talking about the aging in your blood vessels and in your heart. And I want to read the opening paragraph because it really is impactful. So the opening paragraph of this article in Scientific American says, eat less saturated fat. That has been the take home message from the U.S. government for the past 30 years But while Americans have dutifully reduced the percentage of daily calories from saturated fat since 1970, the obesity rate during this time has more than doubled, diabetes has tripled, and heart disease is still the country's biggest killer. End quote. Hmm. Very interesting, isn't it? Yes. We're not becoming a healthier nation. Nope. So the article is quoting research published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. This study compared the daily food intake of 350,000 people against the risk of developing cardiovascular disease. That's a rather big study, wasn't it? (laughs) It is. And the researchers found no association between the amount of saturated fat consumed and the risk of heart disease. So let me repeat that statement one more time because this is huge. You did hear it right. They found no association between the amount of saturated fat eaten and the risk of developing heart disease. So let's bring it down to the very basic information. What does that really mean when you're eating something? Well, it means butter, coconut oil, lard does not, does not, I say, lead to heart disease. Okay, Dar, I am having flashbacks (laughs) when I first heard this radio program. I don't know if Tamara's heard this before, but I just have to say it. Six years ago, maybe, driving around the Twin Cities, and husband is driving, I guess, I'm in the passenger seat, running errands, didn't have any kids, so it's nice and quiet in the car, and I'm flipping through the FM stations, it's a Saturday, trying to find a good song, and for the very first time, came across 107.1 FM, and there's a nutritionist on, so of course I'm interested, because I was a registered dietitian back then, too. And the first thing I heard this lady say on this program called Dishing Up Nutrition was you need to be eating butter and heavy whipping cream if you want to come off of your cholesterol-lowering medications and control your diabetes naturally. And I started laughing out loud in the car. (laughs) And I jabbed my husband and I said, did you hear what that crazy lady on the radio just said? It was just a 180 from what I had been taught in in school, and I think what they're still teaching in a lot of dietetics programs. So again, flashback. Sorry, I just had to share. And I just want to say to any new listeners out there, if you're thinking these ladies on the radio are crazy, I know how you feel. But obviously I've changed my way of thinking because here I am and I love my job because for the first time in my career, and I've been a dietitian for over 12 years, Since coming here, I'm helping people get better, and I was never doing that before, and I was ready to get out of the profession. I had gotten out. I was in sales. Right, right. But, you know, and again, you look at 350,000 people that they looked at. Right. I mean, this is not a, you know, 
10, 20 people. This right. was This is this a reliable huge. A yes. reliable study. Yeah. And and the article in Scientific American that we're talking about, and this is hot off the presses. It just came out April 27th, 2010. This article goes on to say that the real culprit with the heart disease is the processed carbohydrates. It was found that they may very well increase the risk, and I'm talking processed carbohydrates, may very well increase the risk of obesity, diabetes, and heart disease. Isn't that? Yes. So again, the research article points to the breakfast cereals, you know, the bagels, the low-fat crackers, oh, cereal bars, skim milk, the low-fat sugar. I was doing yogurt. all this stuff and thought <laughs> I was healthy back before I found you guys. Right, and, you know, the baked chips, and, you know, we keep, about, we keep talking about these low-fat, low high-carbohydrate processed foods. Mm-hmm. We could go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, honestly... Uh, as I was kind of putting this together, I was keep, keep thinking because we don't eat these things no. any longer, and we for, they're out of our memory bank. <laughs> and there's more than ever, you know. Right. I mean, and you probably know tomorrow being in the grocery store, it's just ah. well, it's shocking. It's almost like every time I go, there's, there's something, something new, new I've never seen before. Right, with a up. new marketing scheme. Exactly. Yeah. Uh. Well, you know, we have to admit. Some of those things taste good. Oh, yeah. Until you get away from them. And then you come back to them and you, then you realize, well, no, they really don't taste as good as we remembered. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you have to clean out your system because I never thought some of those things would not call my name anymore. And they don't, you mm-hmm. know, the potato chips or the pretzels or. Yeah. But you just have to get clean and enjoy the, the real flavors of real food. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So did you find more studies? I did. Let me share another one. Research lady over here. (laughs) So another study published in the New England Journal of Medicine in 2008, it was found that women who followed a low-carb diet and ate the most saturated fat ended up with the healthiest ratio of HDL cholesterol to LDL cholesterol. And think about this. They also lost the most weight. Mm-hmm. So the ones that ate the most saturated fat, but they also stayed away from the carbohydrates. Right. Right. They ended up with the best cholesterol. Right. They had the, the highest good cholesterol and lower of the sticky or, or what some people call the bad cholesterol. Exactly. <clears throat> and like you said, they lost the most weight. So when we look at the weight loss programs that are out there today that focus on the low fat and lots of processed carbohydrates, whether it's bagels or cereal bars, these types of weight loss programs are really setting people up to be aging from the inside out. They might get to the pant size that they want to in the short term anyway, yes. but they're getting old on the inside. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's kind of kind of interesting to when you stop and think about that. When people are signing up and they're just desperate to lose weight and they sign up on these not very healthy plans mm-hmm. that they just can't even imagine that they're aging themselves. They're making their health worse mm-hmm. rather than better. So, But they absolutely are. And you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. We're going to take a quick break. Today we've been sharing information about aging from the inside out. But let's face it, most of us want to look as young as possible for as long as we can. And before we take this break, I do want to share how sugar damages your skin. You know, all of these processed carbohydrates we're talking about turn to a lot of sugar in our body. Sugar damages the protein fibers in skin. 
Sugar actually damages the collagen and the elastin, which are made from protein, so then your skin becomes saggy and baggy. Who wants that? (laughs) Lack of good protein and too much sugar creates those bags under your eyes as well. It creates the old-looking hands and the droopy skin under your chin. So when we come back, Dar and Tamara are going to give you the scoop on how much sugar most people are eating. You're going to be surprised. If you have questions, call us here at the studio, 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, I want to share some of my secrets about how to live longer and grow younger. It starts with reducing the amount of sugar you eat. So let's look at the amount that most Americans are eating. Can you believe 156 pounds of sugar each year? Now that's added sugar. That's not the sugar that's in grapes. That is added sugar. That's Uh. amazing, isn't it? That's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) So let's create a picture of 156 pounds. So if you think about that being like the average weight for kind of like the average adult. So imagine an entire person made from sugar or just think of yourself as an outline filled up with sugar. That's what I envision in my head. (laughs) That's a pretty crazy thought. Yes. So when I take people on shopping to on grocery store shopping tours, I like to move to the sugar aisle, mm-hmm. find a five pound bag of sugar, and have them count out or envision in their head thirty one of those bags. That represents the added sugar people about people are eating, which is about three pounds of sugar each week. Three pounds of sugar uh, each week. That's added sugar. Oh. That's not in our vegetables, and that's not our sugar that we get in fruit. That is the white sprinkled stuff into our food or the corn syrup sweeteners, you mm-hmm. know, the high fructose corn syrup sweeteners. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of American. Now, the American Heart Association is rec- recommending that women limit their sugar consumption to not more than six teaspoons daily or 24 grams. Now, you know that Frappuccino that you kind of slide in and grab? Not me. Okay, not me either. It gives you more than twice that much. So the Mm. best anti-aging plan is to stay away from foods that have added sugar. Fruits and vegetables, they're great. I mean, those are anti-aging. Well, cereal and cereal bars are high in that added sugar. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they age you fast. You know, when you talk about that Frappuccino, I got that question from the Edina Rotary Club. And it was some Frappuccino type, if I'm ordering this at Caribou, you know, how bad is that? And then somebody else wanted to know, well, what should I order if I want something to eat at the coffee shop? <laughs> and I said, nothing. <laughs> and they laughed at me. I said, I'm serious. Because right. at the coffee, you know, not that a cup of coffee is going to hurt you, but like I told them, put heavy whipping cream in it. But at the coffee shop, usually it's going to be bagels and croissants and right. stuff that turns to 50-plus teaspoons of sugar in your body. Exactly. So should we take a caller? Yeah. I'm not sure what this question is going to be here, but on line one, we have Alfred. Alfred, thanks for listening. Oh, hi. Um, yes, uh, here in the Twin Cities, we've got a, a group of um, Tibetan monks, and they... Uh, 
make what's known as tsampa. It's uh, made from, uh, I've seen them make it. They have bags of uh, roast of barley. They take it out, they roast it themselves, and then they grind it and make a very fine roasted uh, powder or a flour from it. And uh, you add a little bit. I, I eat it myself, and you add water. You can add some tea to it, and you make these. You just add a little bit, and you make these, like, little dough balls, and you just kind of put them in your mouth and chase it down with some tea. Um, what, what's your opinion on, on that, that type of uh, uh, flour eating? Well, I think you could, you know, if you're not gluten sensitive, which is, you know, a lot, at least 30% of people are gluten sensitive. Barley has gluten in it. So if you're not gluten sensitive, I think a little bit of those would be okay. But again, it's ground up flour and it's, for many people, it's going to raise your blood sugar. Um, But, you know, if you're, if you're very, um, if you don't eat too many, you know, and And you use it in moderation, it's probably great. Yeah, and oh, that's yeah. and that's what the monks would do. They, I think, they do things in moderation. Although I have heard that they do have a problem with being, you know, type two diabetics. A lot of of a lot of them have type two. So I'm not sure if that's true, but uh, I have heard that that's a problem for their in their uh, culture. So, hmm. so, but so thanks for the call today. You're wrong. Interesting. Interesting. No? Good question. Should we take another one? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. Line two is Laura. Laura, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. Hi. You had a question for us? Yes. I'm just wondering about um, natural products like honey or, say, wine, what the sugar content in those, if that's equally as damaging um, and aging as you know, added sugar to processed foods? Well, probably well, probably not as damaging, but honey does still have a fair amount of fructose in it. And anytime you're eating something with more fructose, it is more damaging to our cells. So not as, probably not as damaging as high fructose corn syrup, though. Right. So, And then I don't think, I think people that use honey, they don't use excessive amounts of it. They use a smaller amount just because... That's just kind of their nature. Mm-hmm. And it's not any of that hidden sugar. Now, wine, again, you know, a little bit of it is, you know, a glass. For most people. For most people. But when you start going over a couple of glasses a day, then you're going to end up with a little bit of problem. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, you know, and that's even the American Cancer Society or the Institute says that same thing. They recommend no wine for women but or no alcohol. Right. So. Right. You know, it depends on how rigid you want to be with your life. Well, that answers my question. I, you know, honey is truly just one of those things that you would just use a little bit of for right. sweetener. And, you know, if you don't like your yogurt plain. Or... Right, exactly. That answers my question. Perfect. You know, I always recommend uh, uh, pure maple syrup because I think that's a little less damaging to the cells. And, again, a little teaspoon of it will mm-hmm. sweeten up. Like the yogurt, and it works great for people. But it's just the pure stuff. It's the stuff yes. that comes out of the trees. 100% <laughs> maple syrup. And every place is carrying that nowadays, and it is right next to the Aunt Jemima. So you, you know the aisle to go to. Okay, we have, looks like another really good question. Judy, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. What's your question? Hi. See, I was wondering, there's a product that I've seen online called Waylow, W-H-E-Y. Mm-hmm. We're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. You are from? Yes, we are. And, uh, and can you, um, I'll hang up because I'm kind of in my vehicle, but okay. could you talk a little bit about it? Sure. 
Um, what I can talk about a little bit of it because I know Mad Woman Food, Mad Woman Foods use that product quite a bit in their baking. Right. Now it has a third of the sugar in it, a third less, no, two thirds less. So it's only a third of the amount of sugar that other sweeteners have. And so you use less and it's developed from a couple of molecules of lactose. And that's about all I know. Um, I, I think again, you can, you can use some of it, but you can't overuse it. And I I think that's the trick. You know, yeah. Isn't that with so many things? Moderation. Yes. Moderation. And and I know, I, I believe man, woman foods, they use it in very, it's, it's moderate amounts of the, what they put in their foods because it's expensive. Yeah. Right. You know? And they have wonderful products, you know, but they're, t- you know, some of their things that they would use it in, like tea cakes, mm-hmm. those are a nice treat, but we're not saying eat those every no. meal. So, yeah, I think that that goes back to the moderation. And let's see, let's try one more caller before break. Cindy, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. Um, you know, I do have a question about replacing regular flour with um some type of gluten-free flour. Are you saying that when you replace uh, flour that it still has the same kind of... Yes, uh, we are. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, Cindy, let's talk, you know, if you replace it with, like, coconut flour or you replace it with almond flour, it's going to be lower in the amount of carbohydrates or it's basically not going to have many carbohydrates at all. But if you replace it with a rice flour, then it's going to actually have more carbohydrates and be more processed. So people that are on gluten-free diets have to really be careful. Otherwise, they are getting way too many carbohydrates. And I think that's a that's a problem, isn't it, mm-hmm. Kathy? Absolutely. I mean, having went gluten-free not all that long ago, you know, and I went through the period that I'm sure a lot of people do. You feel bad for yourself. You feel like a chunk of your life was taken away. And so you do some baking. Yep. You know, and I got over that. <laughs> but um, there's certainly some wonderful gluten-free products you can bake. But, right, it's still going to turn to a lot of sugar in your body, um, most of those different types of flours. And so you're just setting yourself up, again, to be aging from the inside out. So, again, everything in moderation. Does that help, Cindy? Yeah, thanks so much. Okay, thanks for your call. It is time for another break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We're a company bringing you nutrition information that will make a big difference in your health. Again, before we take a break, I want to share more about how sugar damages your skin. Did you know that sugar can actually make wrinkles? Because when you eat sugar, your skin becomes dry and sort of brittle, and that makes it easier for those wrinkles to develop. The best treatment for wrinkles, believe it or not, is not Botox, but it's cutting back on sugar, cutting back on alcohol, and that's a lot cheaper than Botox, too. (laughs) So if you have questions for us, please do call us at the studio, 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist. And I'm here with Cassie Weenus, registered dietitian, and Tamara Brown, registered dietitian. More and more research links higher sugar consumption to faster aging. You know, we all agree that diabetes is a serious sign of aging. Wrinkled skin is a sign of aging. 
So it puzzles me when I see <laughs> long lines of people at the Dairy Queen getting their blizzards yeah. with 48 teaspoons <sighs> of sugar. Or when I see a lady buying two bottles, big bottles. Now, these are big bottles of Mountain Dew, a donut, and a pack of cigarettes. <sighs> and that happened yesterday when I was buying a bottle of water at the gas station. I was filling up my gas tank and mm. buying that. So we hear this anti-aging message over and over and over, but... We just heard it, didn't we? Yeah. The free sample of hydroxytone. <laughs> yes, and it's like, you get the sugar out. Oh, just get the sugar out. It's I, I know that was a free sample of hydroxytone, but I'm sure they expect you to buy later on. A lot cheaper to just get the sugar out, and that's what we want in today's economy. Yes, but, you know, let's face it, people love that sugar. And I was there, and it can be hard in the beginning to give it up. And, I, you know, I, I look back at when I first started at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, and at the time I didn't think I had health problems. Looking back, I could list several. But I wanted to change my ways because I wanted to live what I was teaching, mm-hmm. and I had a lot of things to change. But what I found is I still remember the day I took a bite of that plain full-fat yogurt, and I thought... Darlene Kavist, if you want me to eat this stuff, <laughs> you know, I was used to the yo play and that has high fructose corn syrup. So we're talking real sweetness. But what I found is that I had heightened my sensitivity to sugar and I just needed more and more. You would be appalled at the number of packets of Splenda I used to pour into things. So it was just retraining my taste buds. And, and I just want to give listeners some confidence that it gets easier. And as you retrain your taste buds, you don't want all that sugar and it just becomes more of a sickening taste. I mean, I could never go back to eating that much sugar. I would not enjoy it anymore. So it's just taking baby steps, Mm -hmm. not changing your whole life at once. No, I mean, you know, like we said, change if you're doing plain yogurt, put in maple syrup. Right, right. Right. Sweeten it for a little bit. and Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So, Tamara, I know you've been researching. So let's go back to some of the research that we were looking at before, before we start having callers. Perfect. So as nutritionists and dietitians, we know that this is not new information. And here's an example. Over 12 years ago, in a 1997 study, it was reported in the Journal of the American Medical Association with 65,000 women participating. And the study found that women who ate the most processed carbs were 47% more likely to develop type 2 diabetes than those who ate very few processed carbs. So think about that. That was back in what year? 97. 97. And this was, again, 65,000 women. And they found that the people that ate the most processed carbs, right? Yep. They, the women, they got type 2 diabetes. And exactly. we know that type 2 diabetes with higher blood sugars, it damages the blood vessels. And it makes for wrinkles, doesn't it? I mean, it di- damages the inside and the outside. And Dar, you've been teaching this message for decades. Yes, and even longer than seven years, six oh, years since this wrote. Right, yeah. right. And it seems the mainstream thinking is hopefully, I mean, I'm excited that it seems people are slowly catching up with this message yeah. that you've been given, giving for years and years. You know, even, even more over, I've been following a diet with, very limited carbohydrates. And the older I get, the more limited it has to become. Right. But I have been eating better. 
and I've been eating beef. And, of course, I eat a lot of vegetables. And so, in reality, as I get older in my age, I really feel younger in my body and brain. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's neat. It's fun. It's amazing. Yeah. Before we put all this information to rest, I have to make one more point. Oh, good. Another piece of research. (laughs) I'm on the research today. (laughs) Dr. David Ludwig, director of the obesity program at Children's Hospital Boston, found that overweight women were 79% more likely to develop coronary vascular disease when they picked processed carbs, again, the bagels, pasta, and cereal, than when they ate butter, eggs, vegetables, and meat. I especially loved his quote at the end of um, the article. The next time you eat a piece of buttered toast, consider that the butter is actually the more healthful (laughs) component. Yes. That's great. Mm. Yes, it is. And, you know, I have a really great story to share about that. Not even research? Not research. (laughs) A real story. story. (laughs) Okay. So just recently, one of my clients came into the office, and I had taken her off bread and gluten because she had been suffering from migraines for years, had to take time off work. It was creating Mm -hmm. a lot of anxiety, really creating a problem in her life. Mm -hmm. And she came in and said, you know, I just want to thank you because ever since I stopped eating the gluten, my headaches have gone away. Oh, so so it's all worth it. Absolutely. You know, people get so scared when we tell them to stop the gluten, but then when you feel so much better. Yeah. And she actually said that same thing. She said, you know, I was first thinking this is probably a little hokey, but I'll give it a try. (laughs) And I say, you always have to try. Right. Right. Oh, great. Great. You know, so are we going to take another caller? Let's do that or we'll never get through all these calls lining up here. Chris, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi, how are you doing? Good. Thanks for waiting. What's your question? See, I just was uh, wondering, I bought this book, and it's called Super Squats, and it goes back to the bodybuilding area era of the 60s and 70s where they drank a gallon of whole milk a day for six weeks, and their diet was mostly um, eggs and a lot of dairy and cheese. And uh, I was wondering, do you think that a gallon of whole milk a day could play any long-term effect on the heart. I don't think that, honestly, I don't think it could, but I don't think it makes sense to drink a You know, I just read someplace that, what is it, like 77% of us uh, don't have don't. the digestive enzymes right. to really break down dairy products as we become adults. So that's the population, 77% of all populations in the world. Yep. It can't really digest dairy products very well. So, And you might not feel it immediately, right? Yeah. But it could yeah. be damaging something on the inside. So, yeah, the statistics probably aren't in your favor. I think that it makes much more sense to do a balanced diet, no matter if you're a bodybuilder or if you're just wanting good energy and good brain function. You know, some protein and a variety of proteins, you know, not just concentrating on the milk protein, but a variety of proteins and lots and lots of vegetables. And again, good fat, you know, olive oil, butter, those kinds of things. It makes much more sense to me. So, yeah, we're not we're certainly not against the whole milk, but just getting maybe a little more variety. Does that? So that's our our take on it. it. Exactly. But thanks for the call. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) Um, do we have, I, we can probably do one more. Let's try this. 
Maxine, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Thank you for taking my call. Thank yes. you. Um, I'm going to hitchhike on this uh, protein and getting it in a variety of different ways. If a person is to stay away from milk entirely, mm-hmm. um, where else can you get good sources of protein other than from meats? Well, eggs, for sure. Okay. So, you know, fish, uh, seafood, um, those, those, you know, and, you know, and then again, a lot of people think meat, they think beef, but we think, when we say meat, we say chicken and turkey and mm-hmm. lamb and, you know, Bison all those. Bison and yeah. elk and, yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Then then sliding right into my original question, why I called, <laughs> was um, I know that, and I know I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly, but quinoa. 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 Nothing yep. like it's spelled, but yeah, quinoa. Yep. Quinoa. <laughs> quinoa. Okay. Um, and I know that that has quite a bit of protein in it. Does. it. Could you talk a little bit about those and millet and and amaranth and, and that type of thing as, as possible other grains other than gluten, you know, and using those for your hot cereals in the morning? And I know that um, dairy, like you just said, is hard for people to digest. What would rice milk be like in terms of putting that on some of those hot cereals? Now, that's a lot of questions in one. one <laughs> so why, what, you know, I think, Cassie, we probably need to take a break. But what we, sh- what you want to, we wrote those questions down. Yep. And so when we come back, we'll start talking about some of those because I think those are great questions. They are. We'll they talk are. about some of these special kinds of grains and the rice milk. And mm-hmm. we'll answer your question. So thanks. So do, yeah, do stay with us, right? Thanks for that question. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. As we look at aging, we have to make sure our bones are strong and dense as well. So if you want to learn more about building healthy bones, do come to our class this week. Nutritional Solutions for Osteoporosis is going to be taught at our White Bear office this Thursday night, May 6th. It's only $25. It's a steal for a two-hour class to learn how to eat for the best bone health and to learn what the best calcium supplement plan is for you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you have said to yourself, I want to get healthier, get my cholesterol under control, lose some weight, and stop eating like a teenager, well, let us help. Starting the week of May 10th, our weight and wellness series will start in the following, following locations. Will be in Andover, Cambridge, Chanhassen, Edina, Lakeville, Maple Grove, St. Paul, Wyzetta, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury. And it's six fun packed uh, weeks of great information, wonderful instructors, recipes out of my kitchen. Yes, so they are <laughs> tested and delicious. Specially designed to taste great and be good for you. So these are the foods that you can eat to actually live longer and grow younger. And you can sign up online. It's weightandwellness.com. Or you can call Amy this morning at 651-699-3438. And we should answer those questions too, huh? Which, Mm -hmm. you know, those are things that get talked about in this six-week series. All of your nutrition questions answered because there's a lot of them. It's a confusing world we live in right now. And that six-week series, you just leave sort of being the expert. Right. So we were talking, the question was millet, uh, quinoa. Quinoa is higher in natural protein. And so would it make a breakfast cereal? I think if um, 
but rice milk is high in sugar. Yeah, the rice milk didn't go. But yeah, you know, the I think to do a hot quinoa. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe an egg on the side. Right. You got it. That's what I always tell people. If you're going to do that hot quinoa or people that can do gluten, if they're going to do the oatmeal, whichever way you go, it gets a little weird to put the protein in, but you got to do it. So if you don't mind doing mm-hmm. an egg with your, your hot quinoa, or I'm sure you could do millet hot, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And most people actually can do real cream, even if they might have some dairy sensitivities, and it works fine. So the same thing with amaranth and teff, and all those are gluten-free grains, and they should work fine. Did... Do you think we answered that question? or I think so. She was asking about those grains, and then I'm not sure exactly the specific question with the rice milk, but I think you answered it in that we just don't recommend rice milk because it, you know, just think of white rice. It turns to sugar so fast in your system, and the same with the rice milk. So if you really needed a milk alternative for something... Maybe some almond milk. Some almond milk. We've been making our dairy-free smoothies at our house because my kids don't like the coconut milk, Mm -hmm. which would be a great alternative too, but so we do... Just the unflavored, unsweetened almond milk as the base. Okay. So that's a couple of ideas. So we, tomorrow, we were, before all the questions and before the break, we were, you were talking about that, well, you were talking about the lady with the migraines. Right. And that's kind of what we were talking about. And we yes. were talking about... Uh, some research, of course, because Tamara was talking. Yes. So she must have been <laughs> spouting off some research, right? I think it was the one... We were talking about the, the butter and the toast... Well, and I finished with yes. the quote. About- that's right. That's right. And in the, in that study you were talking about, it was women in particular, and they were all overweight. But of those overweight women, if they were doing the processed foods, the bagels, the pasta, the cereal, they were 79% more likely to develop coronary vascular disease or heart problems. You know, and some of you out there are probably thinking, well, great, you know, I get your guys' message, but my doctor's not saying that. And it's hard sometimes mm-hmm. to contradict your doctor. I know I've been there, but you have to stand up for what feels right to you intuitively and just know that a lot of this research that we're talking about this morning was just published. Well, this one you were just talking about was just published this year. Yes. So we're talking about some real recent stuff. I know. And, you know, if a, a doctor is seeing, you know, 40 clients a day, right. that doesn't give them much time to really keep up with all the research. And no. we, we actually spend a lot of time looking at research before each show. So, oh. you know, we do have an advantage over that. Dar, I was told that you have research next to your bed on your bed stand. Oh. <laughs> that's your bedtime. So talk about oh. reading the research and really well, okay. trying to stay on top. Let's look at another study that there appeared this week in the something. Archives of, of Internal Medicine. You know, this is bad habits can age you by 12 years. That's a chunk of time. So let's look at some of the bad habits. Well, the first one in that particular study is smoking. And we all know this. We all know smoking ages your skin. It increases your risk of all cancers. Smoking damages your blood vessels. It actually works to make little cracks or lesions in those blood vessel walls. And that in the long term will lead to blockages and potential heart attacks. So along with the smoking, what about drinking? Right. The healthiest And we're not people, talking water, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> the healthiest people never smoked and never drank. And even uh, of those that may drink drink once in a while, they drink less than two drinks per day. Yes. And the other unhealthy group, those who were 
not very physically active, less than two hours per week. Well, how did they get their house vacuumed? I don't know. You know, and those who ate vegetables and fruits less than three times daily. That's a lot of people. Yeah, that is. Until I came here, I was not eating fruits and vegetables three times a day. So Yes. Yes. And we know that for 25% of young children, the only vegetable they eat daily is French fries. Yeah. And that doesn't that just make you sick to your stomach? I mean, these kids are getting bad habits taught to them at such an early age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, if 25% of our kids, a quarter of our kids eat French fries as pretty much their only vegetable on a regular basis that's why they're not going to live longer than the generation before them. This week, a Centers for Disease Control report said that nearly half of adults have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or diabetes. Do you suppose they were the kids eating a lot of French fries as well? Mm -hmm. And we know these chronic conditions can and usually do lead to heart disease, and heart disease is the leading cause of death among American adults. And, you know, let's face it, heart disease is the ultimate aging factor. Right. So if we can spend money on skin having Botox shots, take Fosamax for weak bones, Mm -hmm. but you can't live longer and grow younger if you don't eat right. That's right. You know, the cereal companies and the fast food companies are all after, after your youth and, of course, your money. Right, <laughs> right. I mean, I mean they spend, what, what have we said before, billions, that's with a B, billions of dollars a year in marketing, mm-hmm. the food companies. You know, and, and not, not bashing them. It's America. We're a democracy. You know, I, I'm not opposed to somebody making money, but we have to be personally responsible for looking at our food choices. And, you know, if if it says that, you know, eating fruits and vegetables three times a day, which just kind of blows a lot of people away. But what we do is we probably personally eat fruits and vegetables at least nine times a day of different kinds. Nine servings. Nine servings, at least and that might sound like a whole lot to some people, but you got to step back and realize what a serving of vegetables is like a half, a half of, a of a cup. So if you have a big salad, and I know, Dar, you always like to say, mm-hmm. get at least five cups yes. of vegetables in that big salad you're going to have at lunch today, you've already went a long way towards achieving that goal of nine servings. And I think if people start to look at, they can say, you know, this is anti-aging. You know, and a lot of people, I think, only eat salads because they think, well, then I can lose the weight. Right. And they hate it. Right. But they don't put good dressing on it. Mm -hmm. They don't make things taste great. That's why they got to come to the six-week class, because the six-week series, you get a cookbook. Absolutely. And it's delicious food. So if you want to eat to live live longer and grow younger, come to class, right? Yes. Go to our website, get some recipes. Thanks for listening today. We'll talk to you next week. Da 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 da